Step inside these hallowed halls of the Red Light Library, where us librarians review short erotica. It gets the short end of the stick when it comes to criticism and review because, well, in the end, it's porn. This podcast reviews adult content that has frank discussions of sexual content, adult language, and, well, basically anything under the sun that certain publishing houses will allow. If that's something you can't legally listen to or don't want to listen to, back out now. Welcome back, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library. I'm one of your hosts, Gavin, joined for the first time in months. A year. It's been a year. It's been a year. It's Jackie. It's Jackie. It's Jackie. Didn't bring you back for a good one. No. <laughs> I wanted a good, like, murder mystery kind of thing, and you gave me this. I was like, this isn't at all what I wanted. In my, like, de- in my defense, I mean, look at that cover. That feels like it's going to be... It looked like it would be, but it wasn't. No. Um, We're talking... <laughs> also, uh, Jordan joins us in the background. I'm just going to be a, sh- a mouse. You're going to be a shush mouse? Yeah. You know, like a dormouse, but it quiets you constantly. Love you too. So, um, today we're talking about A Beautiful Murder by T.W. McBride, uh, book one. There's the first problem, is the book one at the top. Yeah, whenever the whenever it ended, I was like, oh, well, there is a book two. So I guess that's where every, all of the actual story happens. Also, it's not a beautiful murder. No one fucking dies in this story. Well, someone dies. Who dies? The... Well, they think that she dies. They think that she... So, <laughs> did he write this then? <laughs> I guess so. Okay, so talking about the story, we can't, like, before we even really talk about the content, we have to talk about the fact that there is a lot of evidence to say that this is translated out of another language into English. There is no translator credit. There's not really much detail about T.W. McBride, the author, period. Uh, The biggest clue, and I had to outsource this to all the... uh, nerds on my twitter account uh thanks ellie uh they pointed out that there are probably like eight total languages that use um dashes to indicate the beginning what more than that that, but still um they use dashes to indicate the beginning of a quote instead of a quotation mark it's dialogue starts with a dash and then just at the end of that sentence you know you're out of dialogue but it's really fucking hard to read in this (laughs) Um, yeah it is it's very confusing and when i first saw it i was like what the fuck and i do i do recognize some of that is i i don't read i i'm i'm monolingual like true and american uh can't really what Nothing. what we used to know three fucking languages back in the day now we're down to one <sighs> uh so yeah this uh, one it's completely new reading for me at least uh uh also there's a lot of dialogue couched inside of an existing paragraph and that felt weird about maintaining when you're reading speech yeah i don't know if that happened to you too the the whole structure of like the story was confusing to me there were it was really really repetitive there was a lot of stuff going on that was like just like i said it was repetitive and there was a lot of stuff going on so it was confusing and um, yeah, I just, I didn't prefer it. it. It, it took away from the story for me. 
And this, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the writer. I don't know if it is translated. And if it is translated, it's not done well. It's just, um, didn't, I did not prefer it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on you for this uh, pronunciation here. It was a full moon night on the island of Phuket. The sky was so clear and cloudless that a million stars seemed to hang from it. More than that, it was a bright night. Oh wait, let me. Okay. Yeah. So when the moon is bright, yes, um, and full, you can't really see the stars. It's difficult to see stars. <laughs> yes, that's how light works. So, so when I read that, I was like, but, but. Resident but, astrophysicist Jordan would like. No, no, I want everyone to know that he thought that uh, Phuket was a fictional place. Okay, our, that's called fuck it. Okay, it was funny. So, okay, that's Yoffer that's a, been being funny, that's a no. That's a fair point. A lot of this story takes place in Thailand, and I, not knowing much about Thailand, saw fuck it and thought, oh, it's a quaint mid-eastern or mid mid-eastern Midwest town. With a funny name and there's going to be a murder. Like, I was gearing up for Fargo. <laughs> I was ready for that. I was like, oh. I would have loved that. It's an erotica in a town named Bucket. I love it. Let's go. I mean, also, there's a... Thailand is handled weirdly in this story. Oh, yeah. I meant, yeah. When we get into the... Uh, I'll, I highlighted some things and I was like, no? Why? <laughs> So the beginning of this story is um, we're describing the November night that the main character thinks it's set up like in a movie. It would be her in midair with her hair flowing up and like blood. And you would be like, I wonder how you, I bet you wonder how I got into this wacky situation. Or it'd be like, this is the story of how I died. That's what it would be. It would be all dramatic and stuff. And, and she'd then it be would, like, this is how I died. And it would smash cut to a high school hall room or some shit where a bunch of 30 year olds pretend to be 18. Well, it uh, does kind of smash cut into this bedroom. Is it bedroom scene where she's talking to her boyfriend or whatever? Yeah, it is. It um, So the, the first chapter uh, ends with, she knew she was dying, but she was not in pain. She felt nothing. She couldn't move or open her eyes anymore, but she was still there. The feeling was startling but peaceful, shallow, but so but profound, terrifying but calming. Death was not as she imagined. Death was not kind or noble, but it wasn't menacing or monstrous. It was just the end. There are two uses of semicolon in there. Both are right. Whoever translated this, like, all the... All the pieces are right. It's just there's a lot of editing that needs to happen. The words themselves are... Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Mechanically, it's fine. Content-wise, needs some work. Yeah. Uh, The bullet exceeded the barrier of sound, and it hit her before she could hear or feel anything. She was so consciously conscious. She couldn't move, but was still present. There she was, lying under the full and red moon that seemed to reflect the blood that was coming out of her head. She got shot in the fucking head, then fell off a cliff of undescribed height. Yeah. Um, Which I did... By the way, okay, so it's describing her death throughout this whole chapter and i told gavin this earlier i didn't know she was dying yeah see because it doesn't really say um it just talks about it's just talking about the night when it starts out it's just talking about the night it is three and then it talks about yeah and then it talks about her father and the moon and the smell of her father and then all of and that's literally the whole entire chapter and then at the very end it's like oh but then the bullet hits me in the face and i die yeah 
So I was like, what? It, okay. Like, I I like the idea of this scene. The way it's delivered is not super effective, but I kind of, I do like that this is how I died. Like, I expected that this scene meant we were going to flash back and see everything that happened up until until her getting shot. Yeah, which is what we do. Except, spoiler, she doesn't fucking die. Except she doesn't die. Um, Which is, that sounds like a end of book reveal. It's two thirds of the way through reveal. Yeah. And the last third is her, is a heist movie that happens in 12 seconds. Um, yeah. We'll get to that. Which is what I actually wanted to read. Yeah, no, for like a half second, I was like, oh, we're getting fun here. Oh, no, we're, we're yeah. done. And uh, then it was over. Then we get to the first real chapter, Little Moments. Hey, babe, thought you were sleeping. No, I was just looking up there. It's a full moon tonight. It's like poetry in rhymes. Uh, this is, what's his name? Spencer Christian, Christensen. Christensen. And Claire Hunter. These yeah. are the whitest <laughs> yeah. book names I have seen in a while. Um, they had known each other since college. He was by her side all those years in where his father was sick and had stood by her every difficult moment she had gone through. Uh, he proposes to her in this chapter and it's like, do they fuck and then he proposes? Like if Yeah, they so they have sex I think it's after he proposes they have sex. No, yeah. No, yeah, it's celebratory F- fucking. Uh he remained in silence for a couple of seconds and kissed her forehead. Because you're the sweetest thing on the planet, then kissed her on the cheek. Because you're gorgeous, kissed her other cheek. Cause you rocked my world. Finally kissed her on the lips. Because I can't live without you. That's his response to, why do you love me? <laughs> yeah. That's very movie. Yeah. <laughs> that, the, the, the whole thing is very like, it feels more like it would, you'd see it on a really crappy movie than you would read about it. You know, like it even, it even looks like it's written that way, like for a movie. Before Janet Ivanovich became basically James Patterson, but with longer hair, uh, she started writing those bounty hunter books the ones that are like named after numbers um stephanie plum she started writing the stephanie plum series because she had been writing a lot of romance and she wrote one for the money she specifically put she's been interviewed about this before she specifically put a car exploding in the book because she wanted it to get made into a movie (laughs) like the and ironically it took like 10 12 uh books in that series for it to get made into a movie it went out in like 50 theaters. No one saw it and it was okay. Uh, the car explosion sucked. <laughs> this kind of feels like it's written from the mindset of a movie. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're they being very visual about it, but doesn't really come over well. Because there's a lot of fucking dialogue. There is a whole lot of dialogue. Between characters you don't And a care lot about. of like... Like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Description. There's a lot of description of things that aren't important. Oh, of course, Spencer's from goddamn Ann Arbor, Michigan. Couldn't yeah. be anywhere else in Michigan. It's got to be fucking Ann Arbor. That's the, that, that is Michigan. That's the only place. There's no other. <laughs> There's only one. Ann Arbor and Detroit. Grand Rapids is a neighborhood of Ann Arbor. And Detroit. <laughs> they like revolve around each other. <laughs> Michigan's a constant moving mass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... He's a a white boy from Ann Arbor, and he's so goddamn precious with his little... The the author of this story has it 
out for New York City. I don't know what the fucking deal yeah, is. Yeah, they don't. They got beef with New York because, um, what's her? I've already forgotten her goddamn name. Claire. Claire, uh, Claire goes to New York. It was so different from Ann Arbor, where people were normal and lived during the day and slept at mm-hmm. night. Okay. And this um, is... But this is... Okay, so they get engaged. I don't know if they we, did, yeah, they get we went engaged. over that. They go back to Ann Arbor. Oh, wait. I, yeah, and probably he proposes the fucking... to her Yeah, at their home. Like, they're at her childhood home. Um, and, like, he hasn't been there in a couple of years, but she goes home every now and then. So it's mm-hmm. like... But he has family there. He just, I guess, doesn't like them and, like, doesn't go home. At all. Oh, we get a fucking phone call with uh, her and her mom. Uh, or no, it's her and Spencer talking about uh, visiting family. Uh, Babe, when was the last time you came? I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time. I guess it was almost two years now, but everything seems the same. Just like if nothing ever happens here. A small town frozen in time. I've never seen that in a fucking story mm. before. And then we get the... Uh, uh, you won't say the same thing when you see the girls. They're huge now. Also, this dialogue sounds great in the context of an erotica, but it's not. <laughs> no, but that's that's uh, that's Susan. That's not him. That's Susan. Not Spencer. Yeah, there's also like two women in the story that aren't. And is Alice. his mother. And Rose is Rose. His, no, Susan is her mother. Rose is his mother. Yeah. Which, when we get farther <laughs> into the story, it's like super weird how okay we'll we'll get there but it's like it's weird uh let's see they had dinner and everything was like in the old times that sounds like an apocalypse thing the old times the old times everything was in the old times yeah back when we had cheesecake factory (laughs) (laughs) oh cheesecake factory is the apocalypse he stopped for a few seconds and breathed in deeply claire knew what was about to happen but at the same time her mind couldn't believe i've loved you since the first moment i saw you I need to breathe to exist. I need you to breathe to exist. I, his voice broke for an instant. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Claire Hunter, dot, 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 marry me. Stay with me forever. This is, this is, that proposal was in the, in that moment, the same as, can I keep you? Like, I know, can I keep you is a sweet moment in that movie, but out of context, can I keep you is terrifying, What movie? Wait, what movie? Casper. Oh. In the lighthouse. Okay. Well, but this is a little different because this actually sucks. (laughs) Yes, it does. It does not have Bill Pullman in it. Um, Claire slowly unbuttoned her dress, took her black lace panties. They're always fucking black lace panties uh, off and only kept on the high heels she was wearing. Oh, we're getting kinky tonight. Uh, her long and straight, dark blonde hair covered her breast and her green eyes glowed in the darkness of the bedroom. This was a sentence I knew this book was going to suck. I probably should have realized it before. But that sentence with the black lace panties, the hair covering the boobs for the camera so this can stay PG-13, mm-hmm. uh, her keeping only her heels on. And then her green eyes glowing in the dark like a motherfucking demon. This is just so generic. Or a cat. <laughs> She's a cat. He's uh, about to fuck a cat. You know what? Better story. <laughs> yeah. And then... So, okay, so then they fuck and it flashes back to... Spencer took his shirt off New and York threw City. her in bed and lied by her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and lied by her. I saw that. Of course, that, that legit sounds like a translation thing. Yeah. But the whole, he threw her onto the bed. Like, it's so 
Harlequin, it's cheesier than Harlequin, it feels like at this point. Uh, and then we're in Ann Arbor. Then we're in New York. And then York. we go back to New York. And yeah. she gets mugged. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Or wait, no. Some some guy yells at her. No. It, she, okay. So she, um, she wants- she's talking about the subway. She hates everything about New York except the subway. She loves going down. It says she loves going down there and always thought it was discovered. <laughs> and always thought in discovering a bizarre artist. She once tried to talk to a man that was making music with some crystal cups, but the man almost robbed her purse when she got close to him. That's how she knew why those artists never got discovered. <laughs> and is this also, she still loved going to the Soho to get drinks. The Soho. The Soho. Oh my God. <laughs> but I, the part where it's like, that's, how she knew why those artists never got discovered. I was just like, okay. Judgy fuck. <laughs> like, you've obviously never struggled for anything. I've, I, I've never been in New York City in my entire life. And even I was like, come the fuck <laughs> on. Yeah. That makes yeah. it sound like a, a like one of those murder mystery parties or some shit where like if you get close enough to the guy it triggers his dialogue just like (laughs) she walked close enough to johnny mcmugs you who's touching crystal (laughs) and then johnny mcmugs you tried to mug her it makes it sound like she literally got within like 10 feet radius and he goes yeah Like a fucking animatronic just leaping at her that's the most entertaining thing that happens in the story um so Claire Yeah, then she goes and meets up with her best friend Alicia. Who's totally not suspicious at all. At all. At all. So anyway, we meet Alicia. And she wipes the tears from Claire's face. No because... more crying, okay? I don't want to ask for more tissues. They'll think we're crazy. Come on, let's make a toast for you and Spencer and your perfect wedding. Claire smiled, semicolon. Alicia always made her laugh. Well, what was funny? Also, why is she crying so much? This feels like a... It says it's because she's happy, but like, you're in public in New York and you're just going to (laughs) cry. Like, they they can smell, they can smell the weakness there. I I got four words for you, Jackie. Women, am I right? This is written like someone watched two (laughs) rom-coms. Yeah. Like they don't have enough to grasp the actual tropes of it. They just they've seen Love Actually, and they half listened to Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Maybe that was impressive. Well, I drank a bunch of soda. Oh, this is okay. So this is the most awkward scene. What for me? Deciding on who pays for the fuck it. Spencer's like, hey. Spencer's like, yeah. Okay, so Spencer's like, I'll pay for the wedding, but I'll In use... Thailand. In Thailand. Fly everyone out. Yeah, let's all of us, like, fly your family, fly my family, like, our friends. We'll fly them all out to Thailand, and I will pay for all of it with the money I've been saving... To start to a business. To start a business. How and much... What business are you starting that you have fly... 15 people and put them up and take and organize a wedding in Thailand on a month's notice. Right. But also it's super obvious that he's like not actually planning. On he's, paying yeah. No, that, that's the other he's thing. He's like, he's like, this is financial nagging. Right yeah. Here. He's like, Oh, you know, I, I, this is the money that I saved for like my project. It, like saying like, 
his project or his business, knowing that she's not going to let him pay for that because she has $3 million just in an account that she got when her father died because her father won, won the lottery, the lottery like, two days before he got diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Book. All right. Yeah. So, I actually kind of like that scene though. Like the way cutting to him went and scratching the ticket and then saying he didn't spend any of it on treatment. Yeah. And then it gets weird. Cause it starts being weird metaphysical about, it's almost like he knew, uh, it's, that gets weird, but for like half a second, I'm like, this is nice storytelling flashing back to the explaining why she has the money before you have the question of why does she have the money? Um, yeah. Also, the way we break up uh, uh, jumps between places in the middle of a chapter is a degree sign and a bunch of underscores and a degree sign, which is totally yeah. a fucking emoji. So <laughs> the book is just looking at me like, I don't fucking know either. Just every time <laughs> it jumps between places. Uh $3 million were enough to pay for five weddings in Thailand. That, I get it, but also I get real grossed out by this this horse shit of the American who can make $1 last four days in some third world country paradise. Like, yeah. that shit. Yeah. What? In some places you can. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. But that's but... a long-standing thing no, in literature. No, I, I understand, but in some places you actually can't. Not for the fucking purpose of this no, no, no. No, this is just fucking stupid. Peter Hunter worked as a high school teacher all of his life. He was never a man of big aspirations, so he just laid down and died and left $3 million to his daughter. Yeah. Good for him, I guess. Then we get to the most problematic title chapter I've ever fucking seen on this Which show. Which fucking why? It doesn't even have a point. There's not. Lady Boys. Dot, dot, dot. Lady Boys. And then Lady Boys is mentioned twice in this chapter, and there are no, like... There's so much mention of Lady Boys in Thailand as a concept. And it's never paid off, and it's never explained why the book has a fucking obsession with it. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's not even any, like, like, like prostitutes or anything. They don't go to the red light district. They don't do anything, like... We're mentioning... They're just like, oh, we're in Thailand, so we're gonna say ladyboys. And it's like, fucking... We're mentioning the existence of the sex tourism industry, which is very, fuck, problematic, to say the least. Yeah. And then... It's just, it's like, that's one of the four things this person knows about Thailand, I guess. <laughs> right? They know that there's some beautiful vistas that you can get shot in the head while looking at. Um, they know that there is a city called Phuket, and yeah. it sounds like fuck it, like, mm -hmm. or it looks like fuck it. To, to a white guy in Indiana, yes. Um, so they all go, and there's just names getting thrown left and right. Every day that goes by is better than the day before. Everyone is having a good time. Don't you think? Susan and my mom are just going crazy with the food. Have you seen him? It's been a great week. His contribution to, wow, this is a magical time we're having, fiance, is, yeah, our moms are eating a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, like, mopey in weird ways, but not, like, always just occasionally the book's like warning you like oh not everything is gonna be okay because spencer is somewhat mopey occasionally oh and we get the whole um all the girls sitting around when she puts on the dress and they're like i'm so happy for you like yep Jesus. then she yeah so she tries on the dress for her mom in their um mom you're making me cry in the bedroom and then spencer comes by and like sees her 
um, in the dress. And so then she's like crying and like, he did it. Really exclamation upset. mark. He did it. And it's bad luck. Exclamation mark. It's bad luck. Yeah. Alicia cleaned her tears and smiled at her. Come on. You're a lucky girl. No, wait. You're you are not a, not lucky, a girl. lucky girl. You are the luckiest girl in the world. There's nothing you or anyone can do to change it. You know that, comma, girl. Okay, so we need to point out, Alicia's fucking Spencer behind her back. Yes. And, and not in a, like, they feel bad about it way. No. She is actively trying to break up Spencer and uh, Claire. Claire. But not until she can get their, like, until Alicia can get Claire's money or... That's or until thing. Spencer can get Claire's money from yes. Alicia or from from her. Um, so this all leads up to Alicia is feeling ill. Yeah, and um, so Claire because she got that dick. Claire because she's a a fucking idiot. Okay, so Alicia pretends to be ill, <laughs> and Claire is like, "Oh, I'll go get you some medicine from downstairs." So she goes to the front desk and the front desk is like, we don't have any medicine. You'll have to go into town. And so Claire's just like, okay, yeah, I'll go into town. So she walks out. It's nighttime. She walks into town alone and only told, like, she didn't even, she didn't, I don't think she told anybody that she was going into town. She didn't tell anybody. She just told Alicia that she was like going to get medicine from downstairs. So she didn't tell anyone that she was going into town alone at night. In I don't, Thailand. I don't want to make. I don't want to make this sound like I have negative interpretations of Thailand as a country, but like anywhere in the world, you cannot tell me any woman wrote this and thought this is fine. Right. This is a thing I, I, was I like, would do. No, no. But then the worst part is yet to come because <laughs> she asks someone for directions and they're like, "Oh, there's a drugstore not far away. Um, you could walk if you wanted, but it'd be faster to take a cab." So she's like, "Well, I'll just walk." So she walks. A little, a little bit, and then she's like, "Okay, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm lost." So she stops and asks another person for directions, and they're like, "Oh yeah, just follow me." So he takes her to a car, and she just gets in the car. He she doesn't pay, even he says, like. Uh, I I can help you if you pay me, and she does. Oh yeah, she okay. He says, but but still, no. You have a very valid point. She gets in the dude's car. Yeah, she she like walks and she gets into this guy's car. Because she's like, well, they said to take a cab. And so she just assumes that he's a cab. And they drive and drive and drive outside of the city until she doesn't see any lights. And she's just like, oh, this is okay. Like, where's, you know, and then she's, she asks, asks the guy, well, where's the drugstore? And he's like, just follow me. It's right over here. And so she gets out and just follows him. <laughs> No. Yeah. Would not happen. This is a red light library. Top tip. Don't fucking do that. I mean, you don't really have to give that tip. <laughs> like, Just we all know. If you're alive and over the age of 10, you know that. Not even. <laughs> Child sex trafficking is a real big issue. <sighs> I'm, yeah. I Yeah, both Jordan and I made the same face. Uh, <laughs> it is. No, it's true. No, it is. It's just... We we wanted a murder mystery book, not a book that makes the sentence child trafficking is a very serious <laughs> issue. Yeah, and so far, no fucking, except for the very limited scene in which they have sex after yeah. um, she gets engaged. And it is very limited. And um, no murder. And what are we, 60%? At this point, we're 60% into the book. Yes. 
Uh, and that's when we get the, it maybe it was a coincidence paragraph. Where is that at? Uh, it was a, it, it, when it cuts back to her lying at the bottom of the cliff. Oh, it, that's after that chapter. Oh, perhaps, maybe. So, okay, wait, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it cuts back to the hotel and everyone's like, oh, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? she?" And then they all split up. Um, Her mom goes to a hospital. Alicia and Spencer disappeared with each other to go to the police. Um, And then a couple of other people are looking at bars and stuff to try and find her. And then it cuts back to the 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 coincidence paragraph. At this point in the story, we should be trying to piece together who did it. We should be right. We should have even if it's not real, we should have at least a red herring and be able to start sussing out who it is. Right. I did. I don't remember the main fucking character's name, let alone Alicia. Right. Uh, it doesn't really give you any clues on who did it. These characters See, here's don't the have thing. personalities. Here's what I thought. I. Okay, so she goes into town, and I forgot to mention this. She walks into town, and she is wearing a very nice dress. Yeah, oh. And a Tiffany diamond necklace. Oh, yeah, she does. And so I'm like, someone killed her for the necklace. She got robbed. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. That's what I thought. That's why I thought she was shot, was someone was took her out into the middle of nowhere to steal the necklace. Because the way the opening's framed, it's like she's standing on the edge of a cliff, and she and you just hear a gun go off, and sky like it's just slow-mo right but that was not the case so um then we get this paragraph about coincidences and how it was a coincidence that she uh that there was a full moon and it was a coincidence there were there were tourists nearby making love yeah um two two australian tourists by the way yeah it was a coincidence that she was wearing this diamond necklace which i don't know why the fuck this guy didn't take her fucking necklace before he shot her in the face yeah um and that it glittered in the light, so the tourists saw her. It was a coincidence that there was a cab driving. Oh, there and that she didn't fall all the way. Yeah, that she didn't fall all the way, and that there was all of these coincidences, and it was like literally a page and a half, par- it, like of just coincidences. Yeah, that were listed. maybe it was a coincidence. Maybe it was a coincidence. Yeah. By the way, my image of this went from straight ninety degree cliff at the beginning of the story to. A, a cliff that has like a 45 degree angle for about 20 feet and then right <laughs> and she just didn't slide right which makes it less fun yeah uh, i want cartoonish like cliff. <laughs> um, not realistic cliff then we get the 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 scene in the movie where the the actors in bed and they've put some schmutz on their face to make them look injured but still pretty and mm-hmm. they've got a, a respirator on their mouth and the there's everyone's wringing their hands next to the bed and they're like, well, we're going to have to do surgery, surgery, surgery to make sure there's surgery, surgery word, doctor, mm-hmm. doctor, doctor. Oh no, she might die. Doctor, doctor, doctor. Um, except in this scene, it's just a doctor character spouting off a one surgery they Googled. Yeah. Cause it is totally like she hit her head and now her brain's swelling and we have to cut off part of her skull so that her brain i'm explaining this because i looked at the fucking wikipedia and now <laughs> i know about it so i'm gonna make this doctor smart boy uh we're gonna have to cut her brain open so that it can expand it's a very it's not a very common procedure it's a very widely known procedure boy uh no the patient will be sedated in an induced coma state once the inflammation of the patient's brain is reduced, we'll put the bone <laughs> we'll back. back to close the opening of the skull. Fuck me. We'll put the bone back to put the to close the brain hole. In a movie, you would have beep, 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 
the whole time and it would be like everyone's standing around looking worried um in the book because it's a book it's just you reading dialogue that is for the first time completely without her second time completely without her because there's the scene with them in the hotel but Mm. you're not used to being in a scene without her being conscious so i thought she could hear it all and i'm like oh shit locked in syndrome scary nope she's just not there um and the end of it is the (laughs) the mother going it's claire the patient's name is claire yeah so then so that's when you find out she's in critical condition in the hospital and then cuts to sex scene yeah the the chapter titled life without her which is pretty short but um there it just cuts to this immediate sex scene like no introduction of who the characters are what's going on or anything like that which makes sense and if it were in a movie Mm -hmm. you would know who the characters were because you'd be able to see them so you would know that it's spencer and alicia and they're fucking each other and you could even frame it so you can't tell it's them until they say anything but right it just start. She rubbed herself against him with force, and he grabbed her by the waist and sunk himself even deeper into her. Once again, he pounded with force, making her writhe in with a scree- writhe and scream of pleasure. Of pleasure, <laughs> right. her her wetness provoked him, officer. Like <laughs> <laughs> her wetness provoked him, and in a desperate and sudden move, <gasps> he pushed her away from him, throwing her in bed. Everyone's getting thrown on the beds yeah there's I, a lot of bed throwing in here i swear to you your honor her witness provoked him like it's just <laughs> it's <laughs> and then the wonderful dialogue oh baby i came so hard oh wait sorry she's saying oh baby i came so hard i love you he didn't answer. He was distracted being moody in the <laughs> corner looking out the the blinds i assume you, my my fiance has just sent me a meme. <laughs> I was reading it too. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for that butterfly meme, Bill Hornby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, I came so hard. I love you. He didn't answer. He he didn't answer. He was distracted, looking outside the window. It was a full moon night, and he couldn't help thinking of her. Claire loved it when the moon was so alive, so bright. He was thinking, and what a coincidence it was. She precisely had to die in a full moon night. She didn't. This is not a thing that ever comes up in the book. When her words interrupted him, Where are you? I was saying how much I love you. Where did you go, baby? Are you thinking? I'm not thinking anything, so don't start. I'm not in the mood for your shit right now. He just snaps on her. Yes. And she goes... Um, what's the matter with you? Did you talk? Why do you talk to me like this? You know what? Fuck you, Spence. It had been like this since always. They fight, make love, and fight again. Spencer knew the problem was not her. It was him. Sorry, baby. Come here. Let me hug you. That's a sentence that would work on the planet Earth. She came to where he was and lied beside him. Baby, tell me the truth. You're thinking about her? Yes, I feel so. Stop it, Spence. Just let it go. It's not healthy, baby. <laughs> right? It's super weird. Okay, and so I'm <laughs> I'm confused because so we get this right after the scene in the hospital, and then we yes. get this scene where there's they're no having indication sex. Of how much and time? Yeah, there's no indication of how much time has 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 passed. You don't know. And also, it doesn't say who this woman is, so you don't actually know it's Alicia, but you yeah. know it's Alicia. And, like, so, like, is it the same night? Like, 
Or is it like a month later? Like, is it, it has years to be least, later? It has to be at least a month because it's a full moon. He felt empty inside. He felt something was missing. Since the day Claire died, something inside of him died too. Life without her just didn't feel like life anymore. He was not the same man he was. And will never be that man again. That's because you paid someone to kill her I, on the night before your wedding. I feel like this is a um, this is the author's way of trying to make this book not feel like a fucking ripoff by saying this is moral comeuppance on Spencer. You know, getting it wet and having slight fights that last about 20 seconds. Right. It was always like this. They fuck a lot and then they yell for like... A little bit. <laughs> and then they fuck some more. How horrible. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to bring up... Okay, so we haven't... I'll bring this back up at the end of the book. But... Yeah. <clears throat> so we're now... almost there. Yeah, we are. We're now uh, 80% through the book. And um, after... Okay, so it goes hospital scene, sex scene between Spence... Spencer and hospital. Alicia. Back to the hospital. <clears throat> And now the doctor is like, you're really lucky. You lived. Um, Thumbs up. Good good job. And then and then she's like, okay, that's great. So any news about Spencer and Alicia? Um, because we haven't been able to find them. So now Spencer and Alicia have, like, disappeared. And nobody knows that they're fucking each other yet. And nobody knows that they did all of this, like... For for some reason, they don't even know why it was that they did this. They don't know that until they get back to um, Ann Arbor. I think they end yeah. up back in Ann Arbor. They, so <clears throat> all they all they know is that Spencer and Alicia are missing, and then they go home, and they're still missing. And, and <laughs> um, uh, Claire decides that she's gonna hire some people. She's gonna do something. She's, she's gonna, gonna go back. Yeah, she's going to go back. After she gets better, she's going to go back and she's going to find her friend and her fiance. She was sure Spencer she has found the man. Dollars. She convinced herself that he found the guy and then got also killed. Yeah. She was convinced that Spencer went to look for Claire. Spencer and Alicia went to look for Claire and Spencer found the guy who shot her and then like got into a fight and then Spencer and Alicia were killed by the guy who also shot Claire. How tragic. Obviously not what happened, but... Um. <laughs> yeah, because Mike fucking Myers is in Thailand that night. <laughs> right. Um, it, it was Friday. Friday 13, to be exact. <laughs> right? That is a detail that has <laughs> nothing to do with the story, except she's unlucky here, I guess. Uh, but, it's, she, but she's a lucky girl. The day that Claire Hunter went to the bank and found out she didn't have any money... This feels like a sentence that a eight-year-old would write in a <laughs> short story. Yeah, it does. So then she finds out that her bank account is empty and there was transfers. Wire transfers. This is where, okay, so this is the part of a uh, a heist movie where you hear the, taka, 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 like the percussion <laughs> comes in and we start explaining shit. Uh taka, he transferred it to a Swedish bank, the Cayman I Basically, we name every country that this writer knows about from movies that you can transfer money to and it not be legally re reclaimable by the U.S. government. Because mm -hmm. not only does he wire her, he could just withdraw the fucking money. Not, right. only, not only did he wire the money to three different bank accounts in three different countries, they're... <laughs> He just empties the shit. Like, he takes all of it. Yeah. Uh, disappears without a trace. Um, 
Mom, Spencer and Alicia planned everything. Don't you see it? I should have known. I... I had lunch with Alicia just before Spencer proposed, and she ran me in, and she told me she ran into him the day before. Then Spence told me he ran into her the same day. Sweetie, you're just imagining things now. People get confused. Her mom is such an Alicia apologist, by right. the way. She's, I mean, it's, the, I guess it's trying to build tension, but the mom just, every time Spencer, anytime uh, Claire is like, Nah, this is pretty well, strong evidence. No, but at this point, she doesn't really have any strong, strong evidence. She just has this feeling that Alicia and Spencer fucked her over. Yeah. Because Spencer's the only person, apparently, other than her family, who that knew about, the, about money. the money. And um, so she. And goes. so her mom's just like, her mom thinks that Alicia is like dead and is yeah. like, you shouldn't talk about her like that. She's, She's like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. So then <laughs> we Claire, she goes to fuck boy McHacker. Yeah. Um, uh, who's probably like, yeah, she friend zoned me. Um, yeah. Mom, just give me Maury's number, please. Maury Thompson was an old friend of Claire's. They were in college together. He was the smartest guy she knew. Maury always loved Claire, but he knew he didn't have a chance with her. Maury, I need you to hack a Facebook account. Spencer's account, to be precise. Benny! Message from Alicia to Spencer G. I want to rub my pussy all over your face. Put your big fat cock inside my pussy and fuck my brain out. You know who doesn't... Where the fuck did that come from? You know, these are are all messages from his Facebook account. Yeah. Message from Spencer C. to Alicia G. Girl, you look so sexy tonight. You, you taste okay. so good. Hers are bad erotica. His are rap lyrics from a real bad SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> you taste so good. No one has ever made me come as hard as you. Uh, leave that stupid bitch waiting and come over and fuck me hard. What a sweet and sexy ass you have. I'll be there in five. I'm so fucking wet. I need you inside now. Get in this house right now. <laughs> Do you you like my pussy? (laughs) That one's shockingly real, but not in the context of the story. I love all of you, baby, and I can't wait to be inside of you. Just get undressed and wait for me in the bedroom. The first time I read that, I thought it said bathroom, and I was super excited. I was like, wow, it's somewhere new. Um... Message after message, something inside Claire died as she was reading it. She could feel how everything got rotten in her. Everything made sense now, but she felt relieved. She wasn't angry at Spencer. She wasn't angry at Alicia. Again, with more repetition. She wasn't angry for every lie the miserable bastard had ever told her. She wasn't angry for the money they stole her and her and enjoying together. She wasn't angry for be have for been so stupid to not notice that hypocrite whore was fucking her boyfriend. Yeah, it's Alicia's fault totally. Right. Um Jordan's phone wonderfully agreed with me there. I love <laughs> it. Uh she, she wasn't, wasn't angry. angry because they were sleeping together behind her back since they moved to New York, which she didn't even meet Alicia until they went to they they got to New York, right? Yeah. She laughed. She laughed with herself and laughed more than ever. She did in her entire life. For the first time since her attack, she felt thankfully for being alive. She felt like a lucky girl again. Claire realized she was meant to live, and there was a reason she was still alive. She had a purpose. Claire Hunter knew that revenge is a dish best served cold. End credits! <laughs> yeah, so, so, so Claire has now actual physical proof that Spencer and Alicia are fucking each other and that there are messages that 
Yes. They hi- are going to hire someone to kill her <laughs> and take her money. Over Facebook. Over Facebook. And they're going to go to Thailand to do it. And they're going to plan a whole fucking wedding to cover it up. And they're going to do it the night before the wedding. And I'm just like, why the fuck did you invite all of her family, all of your family to witness this? To like, cover it up. Right? Like, like, but that's so fucked up. Why not just have like... Like, why would you, why would he want his mom and sisters there? Right. Because now he can't, like, he can't go back. Like, he can't go and see his mother or his family or anything like that. He could have sold it as, like, we're eloping and then, like. He could have done it himself, saved a couple bucks there. Or they they didn't have to disappear because, like, if they actually killed Claire, then it would be like, oh, you know, like, what was me? My fiance died. And then his, yeah. or, you know, Claire's mother would have been like, well, you should take her money since you were going to marry her anyways. You deserve it. That kind of bullshit. But instead, they just, <laughs> they just disappear and she lives and... They make it very obvious, like, through Facebook that this is what happened. And that's the end of the book! Yeah, you gotta pick up the next one for the thrilling Claire jet-setting around the world with no money to find them and kill them, I guess. I guess so. Ah, Jesus Christ. It was, um... I mean, if your plot can be referenced to that scene in Hercules where Bobcat Goldthwait's demon goes, every last drop. Right. If that's the hook of your plot, don't do it. Like, oh yeah, I totally killed her, boss. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... So, Jackie, would you recommend whatever the fuck that A Beautiful Murder Part 1? No. Yeah, no. There's not it's not even like oh this is I bet it kicks up in the next one. Um the the cover is just a, a skinny woman underneath a waterfall in I guess Thailand and it the tagline is a love triangle with murderous intentions. There's not a There's love not triangle. a really a love triangle. It's cheating. It's yeah, not a love it's triangle. Yeah, it's cheating. And it was like very misleading. Also, not what I wanted from a murder mystery whatsoever. There's Gavin. no mystery. It was complete just miss on this one. I'm really upset about it. I was like excited too. I was like, I love murder mysteries. Like this is going to be great. And then I read it and I was like, what? And then I read it some more and I was like, what? Yeah. I'm going to have to find us a decent one after that. Jesus yes. Christ. If, what the fuck? This is my comeback and this is what you do to me. Obviously you don't want me here. Or obviously we're just, it's just business as fucking usual. Right. Right. Um, if you want to, if for some reason you want to pick up a beautiful murder by T.W. McBride. Don't. You can, Kick yourself in the face. You can on Amazon. It's like $3. I had to get it. It's not on Kindle Unlimited. Um, there's a thank you message at the end of it that doesn't really tell us anything about McBride. If you enjoyed this book, then I need your help. Please take a moment to leave a review. The valuable feedback will allow me to write ebooks that help you in your journey through life. And if you love it, please let me know. See, it's not like it's cynical. Like, I feel this might be like a first story situation. Yeah. And that's like, I don't want to give the person shit for that. But okay. it's also three fucking dollars. Yeah. It's not the worst thing that I've read, though. Like Me neither, but also, like, I have better fucking things to do with my time. Certainly. <laughs> I would not read it or recommend it. And that's coming from someone who, if I just go out to the library of my Kindle, pay, my Kindle right here, um, I can see Ravaged by the Gingerbread Man um, or... <clears throat> Uh, fucking alien love like these things exist and can be talked about (laughs) and have been talked about by this point both of those have been recorded and uploaded by now but um yeah go look for 
other murder mystery stories and not this one because i bet they're more fun yeah well jackie thanks for joining us is yeah. there is there anything online you would like to plug for the show what do you want do you want people to find you on twitter or anything i don't I, have a twitter yeah that's probably i should i do actually have a twitter but i haven't used it in like five years and i don't remember how to like get into it so i need to make a new one uh if you want to find the show, we're on Twitter at Red Light Library. Our website is redlightlibrarypodcast.wordpress.com. If you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at The Pod Report. I'll be hustling my um, crowdfunding campaign for the next couple weeks, so you'll probably be hearing a lot about that from me. I'm making a sci-fi sitcom series and need money to pay voice actors. So, uh, yeah, there'll be a lot of that. Thank you so much for coming back, Jackie. I'll try to get a better one next time. Yeah, you're fucking better. And you, listener, I'll see you next Tuesday.